Hola, les habla Iván Méndez, pastor de Nuevo Amanecer Toronto, y les invito a escuchar esta enseñanza, en la cual recibirás principios prácticos para que tu vida sea transformada y puedas vivir y recibir cada una de las promesas que están en la Palabra de Dios. Vamos a, a hablar acerca de un libro muy corto que hay en la Biblia, es el libro de Ageo. We're going to talk about a very short uh, book in the Bible, Haggai. Y este libro es un libro muy corto, es uno de los profetas menores y solo tiene dos capítulos. And this is a very small book, it's one of the minor prophets and it only has two chapters. Y en esos cuatro capítulos, eh, perdón, en esos dos capítulos hay cuatro profecías que él dio en cuatro instantes o momentos diferentes. And in the two chapters there are four prophecies that he gave in different instances, instances. En el primer capítulo él habla y expresa la realidad que está viviendo el pueblo en ese momento. And in the first chapter he speaks about uh, the reality that the people are living in that moment. Y en el segundo capítulo él expresa el, el, lo que Dios dice que va a pasar y la promesa de Dios. And in the second chapter he talks about what God says that's going to happen and his promises. Y lo hermoso de eso es que es, está completamente alineado con lo que nosotros como pueblo estamos viviendo en este momento. And the beautiful thing about this is that it's completely aligned to what we're living today as a people. Como iglesia en el mundo entero. As a church, as a, as a world church. Como congregación Nuevo Amanecer aquí en Toronto, Ontario. And as a congregation here in a New Rising Toronto. Y yo me atrevería a decir que muchos de nosotros a título personal en nuestras propias vidas, trabajos, hogares. And I, I would even dare say that this even applies to us in a personal manner, what we're going through in our lives and just with our families or at work and just in a, in a personal way. No vamos a leer esos dos capítulos, sería muy demorado. We're not going to read the full two chapters because it would take too long. Pero le voy a poner primero el contexto histórico y luego vamos a leer tres o cuatro versículos nada más y sobre eso vamos a, a, a discernir lo que Dios nos quiere decir para este momento, bueno. But I'm going to first lay the historical context and then after that we're going to discern what God wants to say to us through this. ¿Cuántos saben que Dios siempre nos habla para darnos o para que podamos recibir todo lo que el planeó para nosotros. How many of you know that God always speaks to us so that we're able to receive everything that he planned for us? Una persona. Bueno, entonces al resto les cuento. Dios siempre habla con el objetivo de que podamos recibir lo que él promete para nosotros. So let me tell you, God always speaks so that we're able to receive what he planned and what he has for us. Por eso es que no siempre tiene que venir a escuchar la palabra de Dios con expectativa. That's what we always should be coming to listen to the word of God with expectation. ¿Y qué es expectativa? And what is expectation? ¿Alguien quiere ver algo nuevo, diferente, mejor en su vida? Does anybody here want to see something new, different in your life? El resto están conformes contigo. Everyone else is just good. Pregunto otra vez. ¿Alguien quiere ver algo nuevo, diferente, excitante, mejor en su vida y en el mundo entero? Gloria a Dios. Something different, new in the world. Entonces estás en el lugar indicado. So you are in the right place. Porque Dios tiene una palabra hoy que va a cambiar tu vida, tu entorno y puede cambiar el mundo contigo. Because God has a word today that can change your life, your surroundings, and, the, and it can change the world through you. So I'm going to give you context on this, of what was happening at that time. The people of Israel were the people that God created for himself. He chose a man and a woman. First started with Adam, Adam and Eve, but then they failed. And then he went to Abraham and he said, with you, I will have, I will create a nation. Out of you is going to come a nation. 
una nación a la que le voy a enseñar mi cultura, mis características, van a, voy a hacerla como yo para que el mundo entero me conozca a través de esa nación. A nation that's going to have my traits, my culture in that so that the world can know me through that nation. O sea, básicamente la gente que quiera conocerme simplemente va a conocer ese pueblo y va a decir, wow, así es Dios. Therefore, it's going to be simple because the people that want to know me are going to know the, the nation and they're going to say, wow, that's what God is like. Y tú dirás, ¿y eso qué tiene que ver conmigo? And you may say, what does that have to do with me? Que esa nación en el Antiguo Testamento se llamaba Israel. That that nation in the Old Testament, the name of that nation is Israel. En el Nuevo Testamento se llama la Iglesia de Cristo. And in the New Testament, that nation is called the Church of Christ. O sea, todo lo que Dios habló, hizo y nos enseñó a través del pueblo de Israel en el Antiguo Testamento. So that everything that God that God show, uh, showed us through the people of Israel in the Old Testament that they did and everything they went through es lo que quiere hacer y las mismas promesas y la misma herencia está para nosotros, la it's, iglesia de Cristo. Es what he wants to do and the same promises and the same inheritance is there for us as his church of Christ. Qué bueno, ¿no? So good, right? A mí también right? me da una emoción cuando... I also get excited. <laughs> claro, porque esas promesas de, de los que te vean a ti, es como si me vieran a mí. Because it's a huge promise to think that, okay, those are going to look at you, it's like they're going to see me. Es más, ustedes son mis herederos. In fact, you are my, my heirs. O sea, todo lo que es mío es de ustedes. Therefore, everything that is mine is yours, is what God says. Mis características. My traits. Mi semejanza. My likeness. Y todas las riquezas del cielo son para ustedes. And all the riches of heavens are Woo! for you. Woo! A mí también me da una alegría. I also get so excited. Jesús dijo, si ustedes no, no hablan, las piedras lo van a hacer. Jesus said, if you don't speak, even the rocks are going to speak for you. Even if you don't get excited, I think the lights are going to start, start Yo creo que hasta el piano va a a tocar solo. The, the piano is going to start playing by itself. The promises are not for the lights, for the piano, but for the children of God. Dios te planeó para eso, para cosas espectaculares. That's what you were planned for, for amazing things. Pero el pueblo de Israel le pasó algo y fue que eh, se le olvidó, digamos así, se engolosinó, se enamoró, se deleitó con lo que Dios les dio y dejaron de, se les olvidó, dejaron de, de confiar en lo más allá en lo que él les había prometido, que era mucho más grande. So what happened here is that the people of Israel, they just, they kind of uh, lost it in or just fell in love with what God gave them more than the promises that he had for them to come. Es cuando uno se, se emociona tanto con la bendición de Dios que se le olvida emocionarse con el Dios que lo bendijo. So basically it's like when you get so excited about the blessing of God that you forget to get excited about the God that gave you the blessing. Voy a poner solo un ejemplo. I'm just going to give you an example. De pronto puede pasar, de pronto antes de, de haber sido aceptado legalmente en este país, el máximo anhelo de uno era ese, pudo haber sido. Maybe before you were accepted into this country, maybe that was the maximum desire you had. Pudo haber sido. It could have been. Si tú aplicaste por una visa de trabajo acá, tu máximo anhelo era que me salga, que me salga, pudo haber sido. Maybe like if you were applying for a work visa here, just all your focus and your desires was like, no, I want to get that visa, I want to get it, I want to get it. 
Si sí, viniste en un plan de estudiante y después querías quedarte, no, que, que me aprueben, que se me abra el camino para quedarme, que conseguir ese empleo, que para completar los puntos y que me acepten. Maybe if you're a student and you wanted to stay, your focus and your desire, the maximum desire is like, no, I want to stay, I need to, I want to work, I want to have the, the, you know, the points and the score that I need so that I am accepted. Señor, ayúdame, Señor, yo creo en ti, en tu promesa. Lord, help me, I believe in you and your promises, help me. Tal vez un proceso de refugio pudo haber sido de asilo, Señor, yo sé que tú vas a obrar en el corazón del juez y me van a aceptar. Maybe it was a refugee process or a refuge process where you're like, Lord, I know you're with me, you're going to touch the heart of the judge, I'm going to be accepted. Proceso de sponsorship, cualquier tipo, lo que sea, la expectativa del anhelo era ese, ser aceptados. Or maybe a sponsorship uh, process, whatever it was, the expectation was to be accepted. That was the focus and the greatest desire in that moment. ¿Por qué digo eso? Why do I say that? Porque hace unos 14 años, me acuerdo cuando hacíamos grupos de oraciones, eran así, la gente era con un fuego y una pasión. ¿Por qué? Porque en ese tiempo tenía más papeles una vaca robada que la mayoría de nosotros. So, the, why do I say this? Why, why are these my examples? Because 14 years ago, when we were praying in the praying meetings, that was the main thing. All of us, like everybody was praying for the papers and the, the joke was, you know, more uh, uh, stolen We used to have more. Stolen cow would have more papers than any of us together, basically. Era más legal una vaca robada, mejor dicho. So basically, it was more legal to have a stolen cow than all of us, because everybody was praying for those papers back then. Entonces clamábamos a Dios. So we would cry out to the Lord. Y digamos que la mayoría de nosotros ya recibimos el milagro. And we could say that the majority of us already received the miracle. La bendición. The blessing. Y ahora nos enfocamos tanto en vivir y disfrutar esta tierra que se nos olvidó el que nos abrió la puerta. And now maybe we're so focused on enjoying and, and living in the land that we forgot about the one that gave us access to the land. Y eso puede pasar con cualquier otra situación. And that can happen with any other situation. Le pasó al pueblo de Israel. It happened to the people of Israel Dios too. les dio una tierra prometida. God gave them the promised land. Una tierra que fluía las cosechas. That, that, that land that was full of harvest en que habitaron casas cómodas where they had great houses les fue bien recibieron la tierra por herencia they were doing well they had that land by inheritance Dios les dio propiedad gobierno sobre esa tierra God gave them property and government within that land y pasados los años se empezaron a enfriar se les olvidó no sé se, se, se les olvidó el Señor and with years they just forgot about the Lord they just It just kind of, he was on the side kind of thing. Dejaron de confiar en su palabra, por ende no la obedecieron. They stopped trusting and believing in his word, therefore they did not obey it. Y resultaron esclavos de esa misma tierra. And then they began to be, or they became slaves of the land, the promised land. Entonces vino un reino más grande, Babilonia, y los invadió y destruyó la ciudad, destruyó el templo, destruyó la nación y se llevó a mucha gente, a la mayoría, cautivos en exilio a Babilonia. So a greater kingdom came and took their land and took and just took everything away uh, and then took many of them in exile to Babilonia. Entonces no podían, Babylon, se los llevaron lejos, no podían ir al gran templo a adorar, no podían reunirse, no. Yes, they destroyed the temple. They they just took him with them. They dispersed everyone. They couldn't go to the temple and worship together. Uh, they were completely dispersed. Y eso duró más o menos 70 años. And that lasted for about uh, 70 years. 
Y a los 70 años Dios le habla a un tipo, a un rey muy poderoso, al rey Ciro de otro reino que se llamaba Persia. Y este hombre va y destruye o vence e invade ese reino de Babilonia. So then uh, years later, uh, God speaks to this uh, king of Persia, uh, Cyrus, Cyrus, which comes and destroys uh, the kingdom of Babylon. Y entonces en el primer año de su reinado, después de que destruye a Babilonia y lo invade, Dios le habla y le dice que quiere que le construya un templo en Jerusalén y que para hacerlo libere a todos los que están cautivos y que quieran volver a su tierra a, a reconstruir ese templo. The years after, God speaks to that king again and tells him that he wants a temple to be rebuilt and that in order to do that, he has, he has to free the people of Israel to be able to build that temple again. Oh, sorry, in the first year of his kingdom is when this happened. Y entonces él dice, bueno, eh, los que están aquí de Judea y que quieran volver a su tierra, quedan libres de ir. Y no solo quedan libres de ir, se les va a devolver todo lo que se les quitó. Y no solo eso, sino que eh, el reino les garantiza todo lo que necesiten para volver a su tierra y reconstruir ese, ese gran templo. So what he says is, you know, those of you that are in Judea, you have come, you have everything back, you'll be given everything back. And also you're going to be given everything that you need in order to start rebuilding that temple. Ellos se van, empiezan entonces felices, que no va a estar feliz, volver y, y empiezan a reconstruir todo. Pero vuelve a ocurrir lo mismo. Ciertos eh, comentarios eh, hacen que el, otros funcionarios del gobierno se opongan y detienen la reconstrucción. So then they go, they start building the temple, they're really excited, they're on it. But then the same thing happened where there was some opposition from other uh, go governors or, or, yeah, governors or people in, in leadership. And then... The rebuilding of the temple stops again. Y me llamó mucho la atención porque no sé si ustedes, pues, guardando las proporciones, se puede comparar un poquito la situación, ¿no? Eh, nos impidieron volver a congregarnos, nos encerraron, no se pueden volver a ver, no se pueden volver a hablar. And it actually really caught my attention because of the similarity to our situation right now uh, about the fact that, you know, we couldn't come together, we couldn't worship together, but basically everybody was locked in, everybody was dispersed. Pero entonces de pronto dicen, pueden volver a reunirse, como pasó el año pasado. And all of a sudden then we're told, you know what, okay, now you can go back and uh, worship together. Y empezamos otra vez a reconstruir todo, ¿se acuerdan? Last year, and then we started building again, remember? Con, verdad, con mucho entusiasmo. We were very uh, uh, excited about it, remember that? Y de repente otra decisión del gobierno nos vuelve a encerrar. And then all of a sudden again, by decision of, you know, the government, then we have to be on lockdown. En ese momento, cuando la gente había perdido ya todo el entusiasmo, aparece este profeta Ageo con una palabra de Dios. And at that moment, when everybody had already lost the hope, that's when Haggai comes with a word from the Lord. Y me pareció espectacular porque pues, es una palabra que Dios nos ha mandado a nosotros, pero veo que incluso en el contexto histórico hay similitudes que nos hacen recibir esa palabra, creo yo, con más entusiasmo. And I think it's great because, uh, you know, God sent a word to us, and then with those similarities, it's like we can actually receive that word with greater enthusiasm, given uh, what was spoken here. Con más entusiasmo. With more enthusiasm. No, se sabe, con más entusiasmo. With more enthusiasm. Cierto, como cuando uno tiene mucho entusiasmo. You know, kind of like when you are very enthusiastic. Cuando uno dice, wow, Dios se molestó en mandarme una palabra. And then, you know, you can say, oh, wow, God bothered, and like even, you know, bothered to come and bring me a word. Wow, el creador del universo entero se molestó en decirme algo a mí. Wow, the creator of the universe just bought, you know, just took the time to come and say something to me. 
Dicen, dicen unos humoristas colombianos, qué emoción. Bueno, entonces eh, les dije, no vamos a leer todo Ageo, pero vamos a leer sobre algunas partes que me parecen fundamentales. Ageo capítulo 1, verso 12 dice, entonces Zorobabel, hijo de Salatiel y Jesúa, hijo de Josadac, el sumo sacerdote, y todo, pues para que entienda, esos nombres quieren decir el, el que estaba a cargo y los otros que le ayudaban, los, los líderes. Eh, y todo el remanente del pueblo de Dios comenzaron a obedecer el mensaje del Señor su Dios. ¿Comenzaron a qué? A obedecer lo que Dios les había dicho cuando oyeron las palabras del profeta Geo, a quien el Señor su Dios había enviado y el pueblo temió al Señor. So as I said, we're not going to read the full two chapters, but we're going to, after the context, we're going to read uh, Haggai 1.12. And it says, then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, um, and this is just basically talking about the leaders and the people that were helping them, and Yeshua, son of Jehoshadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of God's people began to obey. They began to what? To obey. They began to obey the message from the Lord their God. When they heard the words of the prophet Haggai, whom the Lord their God had sent, the people feared the Lord. Entonces, eh, ellos estaban enfrentando esa situación, como les dije, habían parado de reconstruir, habían perdido el entusiasmo, habían obstáculos, habían dificultades. Pero cuando escuchan que Dios les manda un mensaje, dice que empezaron a obedecer. So they were at that moment, this happened at that moment where they had lost hope, they were, had lost enthusiasm, they were just in that moment. And when Haggai came and gave the word of the Lord, that's when they began to obey. Y es que el Señor les envió le volvió a hablar de todo lo grandioso que él había planeado para con ellos. And that's because the Lord had spoken about all the amazing promises that he had planned for them. Y le recordó algo maravilloso y está en Ageo 2, verso 5. And he reminded, reminded them of, of something great and amazing that it's in Haggai 2:5. ¿Sabes? Para que te emociones me gustaría que en tu casa leas esto y lo leas como para ti. And I'm going to ask you that at home you would read this uh, for yourself, that you take the time at home to read it. For yourself. How many of you want to do, uh, make that a commitment to the Lord today? Son solo dos capítulos. It's just two chapters. Si no te gusta leer, los pones en audio. Eso es gratis. En your Bible, descarga la aplicación y lo pones mientras vas manejando o vas en el autobús, lo pones y los escuchas. Son solo dos capítulos. It's just two chapters. If you don't like reading, you have the option to listen to it. Uh, the U Version Bible or the U Bible has that uh, option where you can just click play and then uh, it. It kind of reads it for you. It's only two chapters. You may say, I don't understand why he's so excited. The reason is, is that when you understand and you know that word is for you, you get excited. So I'm asking you to listen to it and you yourself say to yourself, God is speaking to me. Okay. Okay. A mi situación, a mi vida, a mi realidad, a lo que me está pasando. God is speaking to my situation, to my reality, to what I'm going through right now. He's speaking to me. Y miren esto tan hermoso que dice en el capítulo 2, verso 5. Dice, eh, mi espíritu permanece entre ustedes así como lo prometí cuando salieron de, de Egipto. Por lo tanto, no teman. And this is, this is the promise. This is what he says in Haggai 2, 5. My spirit remains among you just as I promised when you came out of Egypt. So do not be afraid. No temas. Do not be afraid. ¿Se acuerdan que ahorita cantamos no temeré? Do you remember when we were singing, singing before I will not fear? 
no temeré porque tú eres mi Dios. I will not fear because you are my God. Porque tú estás conmigo. I will not fear because you are with me. Nada me faltará. I will lack nothing. Porque está escrito. Because it is written. Y tú eres mi Dios. And you are my God. ¿Lo recuerdan? Do you remember? Lo acabamos de cantar. We just sang it. We es la promesa del Señor en Ajeo. That is the promise of God here in Haggai. Y tú dirás, el pastor se puso de acuerdo con los muchachos del worship para que cantaran esa canción. And you can probably say, well, pastor probably just kind of like asked the guys in worship to sing that song. Yo no tenía ni idea de que iba a predicar hoy. They had no idea what I was going to talk about today. Yo generalmente no tengo idea hasta unos minutos antes. Usually I actually don't even know what I'm going to talk about until some minutes before. Entonces por eso estaba tan emocionado aquí con esa canción. That's why I was so excited here with that song. Porque no es solo que Dios nos mandó esa palabra que está escrita allí. But because it's not just the fact that God sent that word to us that is written there. ¿Se acuerdan que estábamos cantando? Está escrito, tú eres mi Dios. Remember that we were singing, it is written, you are my God. Sino que nos lo confirma con lo que los muchachos Dios les pone en su espíritu para cantar. And then he confirms with the song that God puts in their spirit for us to sing. Mi espíritu permanece entre ustedes. My spirit remains among you, says the Lord. Como se lo prometía desde antes. As I promised you from before. Por lo tanto, no teman a lo que viene. Therefore, do not be afraid of what is to come. No teman a lo que viene. Do not be afraid. Digan conmigo como cantábamos ahorita, no temeré. Say it with me, I will not fear. Ahí es donde me gustaría saber cantar. That's, that's what I wish I could sing. No temeré. I will not fear está because it is written Tú eres mi Dios. you are my God no I will not fear y miren, la esperanza que nos da. and look at the hope that he gives us Dice, la futura gloria de este templo, y cuando hablamos de templo, habla de cualquier, quiero que lo veas como cualquier situación en tu vida, la que tú añores o pienses que fue buena. And we're going to talk about uh, the hope right now of the temple, and I want you to think of this, when he talks about the future glory of the temple, think about it as any situation in your life. Tal vez tienes problemas en tu hogar ahora. Maybe you're going through some uh, home problems. Y tal vez recuerdas cuando recién te casaste o aquellos momentos en que todo era paz y, y gozo y bienestar. Maybe you remember the moments where you had just gotten married and everything was peace and joy and, and well-being at that time. Tal vez tuviste que salir corriendo de tu país y perderlo todo. Maybe you had to flee from your country and lose everything. Y añoras esos momentos y dices, wow, cómo era de... Hermoso cuando todo estaba bien. And you desire and you're like yearning for those moments saying, you know, man, it was so good when everything was so beautiful. Tal vez tienes un problema de salud ahora y recuerdas cuando ese problema no existía, cómo disfrutabas la vida y las cosas. Maybe you're going through some infirmity or, or some health situation and you're remembering how it used to be when you could enjoy life better because you didn't have that. Tal vez sufriste una quiebra económica y recuerdas cuando todo estaba estable y no había dificultad. Maybe you went through bankruptcy or a really hard financial situation and now you look back and you remember the times where everything was good, where you had no financial issues. O tal vez, como muchos aquí, recordamos esos momentos en que nos deleitábamos en la presencia del Señor, donde danzábamos, donde adorábamos, donde veíamos milagros continuamente ocurriendo sobrenaturales y añoramos esos momentos. Or maybe like many here, remember when we used to delight in the presence of the Lord, we used to sing and dance and worship and be with him together and maybe right now you're desiring and we would see supernatural miracles even and maybe you're, you want that to come back. Maybe you're looking back and seeing how that used to be and it's not anymore. 
Esta es la promesa de Dios para This ti. is the promise of God for you. La futura gloria de este templo será mayor que su pasada gloria, dice el Señor. Y en este lugar traeré paz. Yo, el Señor de los ejércitos celestiales, he hablado. Haggai 2.9 says, The future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory, says the Lord of heaven's armies. And in this place, I will bring peace. I, the Lord of heaven's armies, have spoken. ¿Cuántos se alegran con esa promesa? How many of you get excited and happy with ¿Cuántos that reciben promise? esa promesa de que no importa cuán bueno fue lo que tuviste, el Señor dice, lo que viene va a ser mejor de lo que tuviste? How many of you take that promise for yourselves when the Lord says, no matter how good it was in the past, everything that you had, what is coming is even greater and better. ¿Sabes qué significa la gloria de Dios? Do you understand what the glory of God means? Su imagen reflejada. His image reflected. No, es que mi matrimonio era... Era, 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 era la paz del cielo, era espectacular, era la gloria de Dios. You could say, no, my marriage used to be the peace of heaven. It was amazing. It was the glory of God. Va a haber una gloria aún mayor en tu hogar. There's going to be a greater glory in your home. No, es que mi salud reflejaba a, a Dios. Yo era fuerte, no me dolía nada, no me afectaba nada, podía hacer todo. You could say, no, you know what, my health was great. I was very strong. Nothing would touch me. I could do so many things. Everything I wanted to do. Tu salud va a ser con mayor gloria que la que tenía. Your health will have greater glory than the one you had before. Y en este lugar va a haber un mayor peso de gloria del que ha habido. And in this place, there will be a greater measure and weight of glory than what we had before. Pero también hemos aprendido que con cada promesa de Dios siempre hay una condición, una instrucción para recibirla, ¿cierto? But we've also, we've also understood that with every promise of God, there is a condition for us to be able to grasp it, to receive it. Entonces miremos cuál es la instrucción ahí mismo en ese libro de Ageo. So let's look at the instruction that God gives us through the book of Haggai. Entonces Ageo 1.8 dice, vayan ahora a los montes, traigan madera y reconstruyan mi casa, entonces me complaceré en ella y me sentiré honrado, dice el Señor. Haggai 1.8 says, Now go into the hills, bring down timber and rebuild my house. Then I will take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. Esa es la instrucción. That is the instruction. De pronto ustedes quedaron como que yo cuando la leí. Maybe you're like me when I read it. Vayan al monte, traigan madera, reconstruyan la casa. Go to the mountain, bring uh, wood, and then rebuild the house. Me quedé pensando, vayan al monte, traigan madera, reconstruyan la casa. And I was thinking, okay, go to the hill or the mountain, bring uh, wood, and then rebuild the house. Y en primera instancia no tuvo sentido. And at first, it didn't make any sense. Entonces me puse ahora y dije, Señor, pues si esa es la instrucción, voy a tener, voy a tener que explicármela porque no. And then I said to the Lord, okay, Lord, if that's the instruction, then please explain it to me because I'm not really getting it. Porque si fuese literal, yo hubiera dicho, Señor, a ver, este local no lo entregaron el primero de enero del año 2020, o sea, el año pasado. Because if I had been literal, I could have said, okay, this place, this building, we were giving it, we, we took it on the first month of uh, 2020, so last year. January 1st. January 1st. And we just brought a lot of wood and we rebuilt it. We, we you know, put more than a, about $100,000 in rebuilding it. Something like that. Something like that. Bueno, los que saben. ¿Saben dónde está? Ah, bueno, Lucía es del Moab, entonces ya saben. 
Sí, vi como 100 mil dólares, ¿cierto? Que se metió para... Yo dije, bueno, ya lo reconstruimos, ya lo dejamos bien. So, I, my thinking was, well, if that's literal, then we already put the $100,000 in the building. It looks okay now. Pues no entendí. So, I didn't really understand. Pues yo creo, Señor puso en mi corazón, ve y buscas cada una de esas palabras en la concordancia Strong y en los diccionarios bíblicos y mira qué significa cada una de esas palabras. And the Lord placed in my heart to go and look for each of the words in that verse and the strong concordance and the meaning of each and every one of the words in that verse for me to understand the instruction. Y no solo en la concordancia Strong, sino en algunos diccionarios bíblicos. And in some uh, biblical dictionaries. Entonces me tuve la molestia de ir palabra por palabra para entender qué es lo que el Señor nos quiere decir. So then what I did is I went word by word to decipher what it was that the Lord wanted, wanted to tell us. ¿Alguno interesado en saber qué quiso decir el Señor? Is anybody interested in what God wanted to say? Vayan a la concordancia. No me entiendes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you are interested, you got to go to Strong Concordance and then you have to look at the Bible Bueno, verses. también lo pueden hacer, pero pues yo les adelanto un poquito. You can do it too, but I, I'm going to break it down here for you. La primera palabra es vaya. So the first part of that verse says, go up. Ahí lo tienen en su pantalla. Vayan, you have it in the, in the screen. Go up. ¿Qué significa vayan? What does it mean to go or to significa, go up? Significa asciendan, levántense, suban, escalen, vayan a un nivel superior o exáltense. It means to ascend, to rise up, to go up, to climb up, to go to a higher level, to exalt yourselves. De pronto porque en español dice vayan. Maybe because in Spanish it says just go. En inglés va un poco más, se entiende más, porque dice go up. In English it's a little bit more clear because it says go up. En el lenguaje original se refería a ir allá, arriba. In the original uh, language it meant to go up, to go up there. Entonces, ir, en, en lo que Dios nos quiere decir es que nos levantemos, que subamos, que vamos a otro nivel. A un nivel superior. So what it means is he wants for us to rise up, to go up to a different level, to a higher level. Alguien alguna vez ha escalado algo, al menos jugando se ha subido una pared de escalar. Has, aquí? has anybody ever climbed before, even playing? Have you? O alguien le ha tocado ir a escalar para ver qué hay en el ático, para bajar algo que está por allá bien arriba. Have you had to go to the attic or go up just to find something that's like? Es dejar el lugar donde estamos muchas veces cómodo y seguro para ir un poquito más arriba, ¿cierto? Basically, it's leaving the place where we're at that many times is comfortable and secure to go up, to go a little further up. ¿Sí? ¿Lo entendemos? Right? Do we understand? O sea, significa una acción y algún tipo de esfuerzo intencional de nuestra parte. Which means it implies an action and a specific Uh, intentional effort from our, on our end. Alguien está dispuesto para recibir las promesas de Dios de hacer un poquito de esfuerzo de ir un poquito más allá de lo que estamos acostumbrados. Is anyone ¿Sí? here willing to take the promises of God by taking action, doing a little bit more than what you're used to? Cuando yo era niño, mi abuelita solía esconder las galletas. When I used, when I was a child, my grandma used to hide the cookies from me. Ah, uh, yo no sé si era que yo era el monstruo come galletas o qué, pero siempre eran las galletas los que me escondía. I don't know if I was a cookie monster or what it was, but he, she would always hide the cookies from me. Y eh, aunque ella era bajita, me imagino que colocaba algo y eso me las escondía por allá arriba. And although she was short, maybe she would climb onto something and she would put it up really high. Y aunque yo era un niño, yo siempre encontraba la manera de escalar sobre algo, montarme en lo que fuera para ir a, diríamos españoles, para ir a por las galletas. And, I, and although I was a child, I would always find a way to go up to find the cookies. Siempre. 
every time. ¿Estás dispuesto a hacer algo para ir por esa promesa de Dios? Are you willing to do anything to go up and get that promise from God? Porque él dice esfuérzate, levántate un poquito para luego la segunda palabra traer dice traigan. Because he says, okay, rise up, give an effort, go up a little bit to then bring down. Down. Es que en inglés es más claro. Go bring. up, bring down. Yes. Es más fácil. Vaya arriba y traiga para abajo. So it's, in English it's a little bit more clear because it says go up and then bring down. Claro, en español solo dice vaya y traiga, pero no dice ni vaya arriba ni traiga para abajo. Because in, in Spanish it says go and bring, but here it says go up and bring down. Porque para lo que Dios quiere decir es importante entenderlo como lo dijo. The reason I'm making emphasis on this is because it is important to understand how the Lord said it. Entonces si, si tú lo lees así, Ve arriba y trae lo que hay arriba para abajo, pues es fácil entender que él lo tiene allá y solo tiene que ir a agarrarlo para traerlo. So if you if we understand that basically the instruction is go up and then whatever's up there bring it down, that we understand that he has something up there that we're supposed to be bringing down. Nuestra mentalidad generalmente, señor, mándalo, déjalo caer. Usually we're going like, okay, Lord, just send it to me, let it fall. Cierto que sí, más o menos las es eso, déjalo caer, déjalo caer, yo lo recibo. Usually you're just like, oh, come on, Lord, let it come, let it come, and I'll just catch it. Tenemos a más decir los que lluevan tus promesas, que lluevan. And we even say, oh, Lord, let your promises rain, let them rain. Pero el Señor está diciendo aquí, no las voy a dejar caer. But the Lord is saying here, no, no, I'm not going to let them fall. De pronto se rompen. Because what if they break? Sube por ellas, esfuérzate un poquito a subir por ellas. Give an effort and go up and go get them. Y luego llévalas a tu situación. And then bring them down to your situation. ¿Qué significa esa palabra traigan? Esa palabra bring down significa causen, rompan, provoquen que algo pase o suceda. Perdón que quedó mal escrito, pero causen, rompan y provoquen que algo pase o suceda. What does that bring down portion mean? It means cause for something to happen, breakthrough, and provoke for something to happen or for an action to go. O sea, yo estoy aquí para ustedes, pero necesito que tú te esfuerces para que eso que estás anhelando pase o suceda. So he's saying, I am here for you, but I need you to go into action, to have an effort that you would provoke that that what I'm giving you actually happens. Yo estoy contigo. I am with you. Yo lo voy a hacer contigo. I will do it with you. Yo lo voy a hacer por ti. I will do it for you. Pero necesito que te pares y salgas un momento de tu comodidad. But I need you for a moment to stand up and to get off of your comfort. Que des ese paso de fe. And that you would give that step of faith. Que vengas aquí donde mí. That you would come here where I am. Y yo te at, voy a dar lo que necesitas. And I'm going to give you what you need. Yo estoy contigo. I am with you. No temas. Do not fear. Do Está not escrito. be afraid. It is written. Yo soy tu Dios. I am your God. Amen. Amen. Bueno, ya tenemos dos instrucciones. So we have two instructions already. Subir. To go up. Y traer para abajo. And to bring down. Sí. Right? ¿A dónde subimos? Where do we go up? Entonces sigue diciendo el versículo. So it keeps on saying. Vayan ahora a los montes y traigan. Entonces, ¿a dónde tenemos que ir? A los montes. So the verse says, now go up into the hills and bring down. So where is it that we have to go? We have to go up to the hills or the mountain and bring down. ¿Qué significa en el lenguaje original ese monte? What does it mean in the original language when it talks about those hills? Porque si es aquí uno empieza literalmente a pensar un monte y como difícil encontrar un monte por aquí en 
Because en Ontario, ¿no? If we're, start, if we're going to be thinking about hills here in Ontario, it's going to be hard to find them. Si nos hubieran dado esa palabra en Calgary, nos dice, está chévere, nos fuimos para la montaña. Son divinas, <laughs> if, if pero aquí no. If they had given us that word in Calgary, we would even be excited because they're so beautiful, but that's not the case here. ¿Qué significa para nosotros entonces? What does that mean then? What, what does he mean when he talks about the hills? Ojo con esto. Monte significa lugar alto, lugar de oración, lugar de meditación. Lugar donde se obtiene o se arrebata la victoria, la revelación. Significa, subir a una montaña significa pasar por encima de un obstáculo, dificultado, tormenta, aceptar el reto. Básicamente, arrebatar el reto. So, when it talks about the hills, the, the actual meaning means it's a high place, it's a place of prayer, meditation, it's a place of victory and revelation. And it also means to overcome obstacles, to overcome difficulties and, and storms, and to actually accept the challenge, which basically means to take on that kingdom. Entonces, ¿a dónde tenemos que ir? So ¿Cuál es esa montaña? ¿Cuál es ese lugar alto? So it, where is it that we have to go? What's the hill? What's that high place? A su presencia. To his presence. A ese closet, oficina baño, cuarto de mantenimiento, carro, cocina, donde usted se meta a solas conmigo. To that closet, to the office, to the car, to that maintenance room, to your room, to your car, wherever that secret secret place to that where you're at with the Lord is, that's where you need to go. Eso es lo que significa ir a subir a la montaña. That is what it means to go up the mountain, to go up to the hill. Buscar ese lugar a donde tú vas a su presencia. To seek that place where you go to his presence. ¿Y cómo vas a su presencia? And how do you go to, to his presence? No solo encuentras el lugar. It, it's not that you just have to find the place. Sino que separas el tiempo para orar, meditar. Eh, y de esa manera ya no ver el obstáculo o, o la tormenta enfrente tuyo como una montaña, sino por encima. And then when you're there, when you're at that moment, you pray, you meditate, and then what happens from up there, you don't see the mountain as big, but you're seeing it from the top, from the hill. Ayúdeme con las cámaras, chicos. Hazme un favor, amor. Arrodíllatela. Supongamos que mi esposa estaba pasando, o cualquier persona, sí, en, en el escalón abajo. Está pasando una situación muy difícil. So let's suppose that uh, Pastor Bella is going through a really hard situation, a really hard Moment. Y va a su lugar secreto. And she goes to her secret place. Puede ser su closet. It could be her closet. O su baño. Her bathroom. Donde sea su lugar secreto. Wherever her secret place is. Y está clamando al Señor. And she's crying out to the Lord. Eso es ir al lugar más alto. That is going to the high place. Okay. That's Entonces, what it ¿qué means pasa to go to the en ese place. lugar alto? And what is it that happens in the high place? Que el Señor hace esto. That this is what the Lord does. Y la lleva a donde él está. He brings her up and brings her to where he's at. Eso hace uno cuando anda el Señor, lo abraza. That's what, that's what one does when you see the Lord, you hug him. Entonces, allá donde ella estaba, ella veía la situación familiar, económica, lo que fuera, como un obstáculo, como algo muy grande para pasar. So there where she was before, whatever situation she was crying out for, family, finances, whatever, she would see it from that position, from that moment. Una situación jurídica, migratoria, un diagnóstico de salud. It could be something that has to do with health. It could be a, a situation, a, a legal situation, anything. Como 
una montaña como algo imposible de pasar. She would see it as a mountain, as something that was impossible to overcome or to go over. Pero entonces el Señor le dijo, gracias por venir aquí arriba. But the Lord said, thank you for coming up here. Quiero que mires eso que veías como una montaña, lo mires desde aquí. I want you to look at that that you used to see as a mountain. I want you to look at it from here. Ahora lo ves desde arriba. Now you see it from the top. Ahora lo ves pequeño. Now you see it small. Ahora ves que puedes no solo pasar por encima, sino pisotear la situación. Now you see that you cannot just go over, but you can step on the situation. Todo lo que veías imposible, ahora conmigo lo ves posible. Everything that you used to see as impossible, now with me you see it as possible. Todo lo puedes en mí que te fortalezco. You can do all things in me because I strengthen you. Yo estoy contigo. I am with you. No tengas miedo. Do not be afraid. Está escrito. It is written. Yo soy tu Dios. I am your God. Conmigo eres más que vencedor, with más que vencedora. With me you are more than an overcomer. Ahora ve allá. So now go there. Y pasa por encima de esa situación. And step on top of that situation. Esa es la promesa de Dios. That is the promise of God. A eso es que nos está llamando. That's what he's calling us to. ¿Qué sigue diciendo el versículo? What does the rest of the verse say? Decía, vayan ahora a donde a los montes y traigan, bring down, madera. So what did it say? It says, go up to the hills and bring down what? Timber. Madera. Timber. ¿Qué es madera bíblicamente o espiritualmente hablando? What does timber mean uh, when we refer to it spiritually speaking? Material espiritual de construcción. It's, uh, it's a material and a spiritual material of construction. ¿Qué sería un material espiritual de construcción? What would be a material spiritual uh, and spiritual material of construction? Un, algo, un, un material natural de construcción puede ser acero, puede ser ladrillos, puede ser cemento, puede ser ta, eh, baldosa, puede ser eh, tornillos. A natural material of construction can be like uh, pavement or it can be bricks or it can be steel, uh, steel or nails. Screws, any of that. Cierto? That's the, nat uh, the natural side of it, right? Materiales espirituales de construcción, ¿qué sería? But then what would be spiritual materials of construction? Armonía. Harmony. Unidad. Unity. Perdón. Forgiveness. Mm. Oración. Prayer. Ayuno. Fasting. Adoración. Worship. Todo lo que sirva para construir algo espiritual. Anything that would work or that would be good material to build something spiritual. The two of you come. Imagínense que aquí está Natalia clamando por algo. So imagine that Natalia is here crying out for something. Y Karen está en otro lugar clamando por lo mismo. And Karen is somewhere else crying out for the same thing. Pero el Señor dice, si dos o más se ponen de acuerdo y se unen en mi nombre. And the Lord says, if two or more uh, come into agreement in my name. Entonces resulta que Natalia viene de London. Therefore, therefore, so Natalia comes from London. Y se une con Karen. And she joins Karen. En Caledonia. In Caledonia. Pero se vinieron hasta Mississauga. But they came all the way to Mississauga. Y se unen. And they come joined together. Y vienen a la presencia del Señor. And they come to the presence of God. Eso es traer material de construcción. That's what bringing that construction material means. Porque la unidad, la palabra de Dios dice que donde dos o más se unen en su nombre, allí Él está. 
Because in unity, the word of God says that where two or more gather in his name, there he is. Todo lo que se pide allí, lo and every, anything that we ask in his name, he will give it to us, grant it to us. Quiero que entiendan esto. En lo natural, para construir hay que unir las cosas. So I, I, I would like for you to understand this. In the natural, even to build, you have to join things together. De acuerdo a un diseño, un plano. According to a design or to a plan. Okay. Right? Entonces ustedes unen una cantidad de materiales, pero eso se une con tornillos, con placas, con cemento, con muchas cosas, pero hay que unirlos para que queden bien agarrados porque eso es lo que hace la construcción. So to build, there's a lot of materials involved, but those materials like the brick, the uh, pavement, or the, uh, the, the screws, the nails, all of that, they have to be joined together. Para poder levantar un edificio. To be able to bring up a building or to make the design actually come true. ¿Tiene sentido para ustedes? Does that make sense? En lo espiritual es lo mismo. In the spiritual is the same thing. Todo lo que tú quieras de Dios. Anything and everything that you want from tú, God. Todo lo que tú quieras que Dios reconstruya o restaure o edifique en tu vida. Anything that you want for God to rebuild, to reconstruct or to, restore. yeah, to, to restore, sorry, in your life. Necesita unir partes. It needs to be done by joining parts. Y saben, esas partes o esas piedras o esos elementos de construcción de Dios se llaman personas. And those uh, uh, stones or those parts uh, that are elements of construction, they're called people. Entonces ahora nosotros tres y de pronto hasta nosotros cuatro. So now the four of us ya estamos construyendo algo. We're building something already when we join together. Pero si aquí no hay unidad, but if there's no unity here, podemos estar juntos, we can be together, pero al menor empujón, todos se, se, but todos the se separan. least uh, pushed, and we're just dispersed. Entonces a mí me gusta mucho la salsa, entonces empiezo a cantar, todo se derrumbo. I like salsa, so I start singing that song. Todo se derrumbo. Everything fell down. Otra que se llama escombros. And another one that says just pieces of debris, sorry, debris, debris. No quedan sino piezas. So it's just pieces, basically. Nos dividimos. And so we're divided. Somos débiles. We're weak. Todo lo que medio empezamos se cae. Everything that we kind of started just already falls down. Por un principio simple de construcción. By a simple principle of construction. Tú puedes colocar muchos ladrillos y se ve bonito. You can place a lot of bricks together and it can look pretty. No le pongas mortero, cemento o varillas para que los una y cualquier empujón se cae. Don't join them together with the material that you that you glue them with, the cement or mortar and all of that, and then they're going to fall. Or if you don't put the steel in the metal, they're going to fall. ¿Sí o no? Right? Aunque se vea muy bonita. Even if it looks pretty. Una tormenta, un viento y ¡pum! viene abajo. A storm comes and every, everything's going to fall down. No porque estemos juntos podemos construir algo. Not because we're together doesn't mean that we can build something. Sino si ponemos las materiales espirituales de construcción entre nosotros. But only if we place those construction materials in the, mis, in the middle of us that joins us. Es que yo tengo cosas que me fastidian de Karen. Yeah, I can say, oh, I just have these things that I don't like about Karen. Y Natalia y Jenny no se pueden ni ver. And Natalia and Jenny cannot even see each other. ¿Podremos construir algo? Would we be able to build anything? Entonces vamos a ese bodega de materiales del Señor. So then what we do is we go to that place of materials in the Lord. A ese lugar alto a su presencia. To that high place, his presence. A ese home depot. To that home, home depot or home center. Ese depósito de materiales. That home center. Por lo que necesitamos para 
unirnos. Señor, yo necesito poder ver cómo ve Karen porque no nos ponemos de acuerdo nunca. Señor, yo necesito que me muestres qué es lo que me duele tanto para poder perdonarla. Señor, yo necesito que me ayudes a ser un, un ente de restauración, un instrumento de restauración entre Jenny y Natalia para que podamos ser uno. Just a, a place of restoration, a tool of restoration between Natalia and Jenny, so that we can be one. Entonces, con esos materiales espirituales de construcción, so with those spiritual materials of construction, Dios puede hacer mucho. God can do a lot. Amen. Amen. Gracias. ¿Para qué entonces? What for? Ah, then? perdón. Otro otro significado de la madera, espiritualmente hablando, es traer algo listo, dispuesto a ser sacrificado o usado. So another meaning of timber, uh, spiritually speaking, in that in the construction would be to bring something ready or willing to be sacrificed or used. La Biblia dice en Romanos capítulo 1 que traigamos o presentemos nuestro cuerpo como un sacrificio vivo, santo, agradable a Dios. Uh, the Bible says in Romans 1 that we need to bring our bodies as a, as a, as a living sacrifice ready to be sacrificed that it's that it's a pleasing sacrifice to him Porque muchas veces queremos ver cosas que cambien pero a veces no queremos o no tenemos o no podemos o no sabemos cómo o no queremos dar algo nuestro Because a lot of times we want things to change but we don't really, really want to give the effort or give something from us Nosotros queremos que, ver que cosas se construyan grandes We just want things to be built big things Pero a veces no queremos dar un peso But sometimes we don't want to give anything and not finances o a veces queremos que haya restauración, pero no queremos dar un perdón. O a veces queremos ver que algo se, se haga grandioso, que haga un trabajo en equipo, pero yo no quiero dar mi tiempo. Algunas veces queremos que algo que hacemos pase a otro nivel mejor, pero no queremos estudiar, prepararnos o, 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 o practicar. Many times maybe we want something to go to a different level, to be more excellent, but we don't want to take the time to prepare ourselves, to study, or to work to make that happen. Sometimes we want to lose weight or be thinner, but we don't want to stop, we don't want to start eating less or work out. O sea, no estamos dispuestos a sacrificar algo para ver lo que queremos ver. Basically, we're not willing to sacrifice something to see what we want to see. Entonces, es venir a ese lugar alto, a esa montaña. So, coming to that high place, to that mountain. Y decirle al Señor, sabes que yo quiero algo más, pero no, me falta la fuerza, la dedicación, la disciplina, o, 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 la, o el amor para hacerlo. Or saying, saying, so going out to that high place and saying to the Lord, look, you know what? I'm lacking the willingness, I'm lacking the discipline, or maybe even the love to be able to do it. Dame lo que necesito para hacer lo que tú quieres. Give me what I need to be able to bring it down and do what you've called me to do. Dame el material de construcción. Give me that construction material. Otro significado para madera en la Biblia. Another uh, meaning to timber in the Bible. Carne o razonamiento carnal, lujuria, hacer morir los deseos de la carne. Flesh or uh, fleshly reasoning uh, or human just way of thinking, uh, lust or making the, the, the flesh or the human desires, killing the human desires, basically. A veces lo que nos impide construir cosas en nuestro hogar, en nuestras vidas, o lo que Dios quiere que construyamos son los deseos de nuestra carne. Sometimes what's keeping us from building the things that God says or, or to really restore and build is really the desires of our own hearts or our own flesh. Oh, un ejemplo bien mundano. I'm going to give you a very worldly example. 
a veces Dios quiere que construyamos y tengamos cosas, ¿cierto? Sometimes God wants us to build uh, and, and do things. Y darnos cosas. And give us things. He wants to give us things. Pero a veces los deseos de nuestra carne nos hacen estar comprando todo lo que vemos. But sometimes in our fleshly desires we just want to buy and buy and buy everything we see. Y si no hay plata, pues usamos la alcahueta, digo, la tarjeta. <laughs> If we don't have money, then we use the one that, yeah, the credit card. <laughs> el español es más divertido, ¿cierto? It's funnier in Spanish. Claro, entonces usamos la, la tarjeta continuamente, vivimos endeudados por los deseos de nuestra carne y no nos permite entonces avanzar en las cosas que Dios quiere que avancemos. So we're constantly using our credit card and we don't really have because we're constantly in debt because we're buying, buying, buying and then we can really allow the Lord to give us the desires of our hearts. Queremos un hogar más unido, más estable, más en paz que, que, que sea de bienestar. We want a home that's more united, that it's in peace, that it's in, in well-being, that's full of joy. Pero a veces no podemos renunciar a nuestro deseo de estar con nuestros amigos, de pasar tiempo con ellos o de vivir a toda hora metidos en las redes y entonces es imposible porque no, no, tenemos que morir a algo para que, algún deseo de nuestra carne para que pueda pasar. So we want that, but we're not willing to sacrifice being with our friends all the time or being on social media all the time and doing something to really actually have that happen, those materials that we need so that we can restore that home and that marriage. Queremos más sabiduría o no. We want more wisdom, don't ¿Alguien we? quiere más sabiduría aquí? Does anybody here want more wisdom? Todos. All of us. Y sabemos que la sabiduría la da Dios y la da en su presencia leyendo y meditando en su palabra. And we know that wisdom comes from the Lord, from his presence, from meditating on his word. Pero leemos un versículo y ya nos da una pereza. But we read a verse and we're like so lazy. Yo conozco gente y es verdad, no se la inventan, que dicen, mire, yo la verdad, empiezo a leer la Biblia y ahí mismo me da sueño. O sea, si tengo insomnio, no es sino leer la Biblia y me quedo dormido. I actually, and I'm not lying about this, I know people and they're not lying when they say this. You know, they tell me, okay, look, you know what, I read the Bible, as soon as I'm reading the Bible, as I start reading the Bible, I fall asleep. Like if I have a night where I can't sleep, I just start reading the Bible and I pass out. Sí, no, no es que la gente esté mintiendo, pasa. And it does happen, they're not lying, it's a spiritual thing. O hay personas que leen una línea o un versículo y dicen, wow, sí, ¿qué fue lo que dijo? Or some people read a, by, a, a line of the Bible like, wow, yeah, wait. What, did, what, did that, what does that mean? What did and they have to read it one, two, three times and then they get off up from there. They don't even remember what they just read. I'm not trying to be funny with this. This actually happens. Entonces es ir al Señor y decirle, Señor, este es mi problema. Yo necesito que tú me ayudes y me liberes de eso que es espiritual que me impide entender leer o me quites la pereza o el sueño que me da porque esa es la fuente de la sabiduría. So basically what it what it takes is for us to go up to the Lord, up to that hill and say, Lord, help me so that when I read, when I meditate so that I can understand, help me so that I'm not, you know, that I don't have that uh, slumber, that I'm not constantly lazy as soon as I read the Bible, help me so that I can actually be free from whatever is going on spiritually that is not letting me move forward in that way. Pero se necesita un paso intencional de mi parte para poder tener esa libertad o eso que necesito. But I needed to make that intentional step to really be, to try to attain that liberty and that freedom that I need. Y no simplemente resignarme, pues no, es que yo no la leo porque como no entiendo. And not just be like, oh, you know, just, why am I even going to bother? Ah, yo ni lo volví a intentar porque apenas leo me quedo dormido. I didn't even try because as soon as I start reading, I fall asleep. En cambio me leo una novela esa de acción y eso. But I'm just, I, I start reading one of those action novels and that's actually really good. Ya, ya con esto terminamos. Uh, una, uh, un, uno o dos de, de amigos míos que, 
por alguna razón, cuando a uno no le enseñaron o no le generaron el hábito de leer, a uno no le gusta leer. Y ellos, dos amigos míos, no les gustaba leer o no les gusta. We're going to conclude with this, but basically I have two friends that just never were taught to do it and they really didn't develop the, um, the habit of doing this and they don't like reading. Sí, no, no les generaron la, el gusto por la lectura. No one really actually kind of like um, uh, motivated them to read, so they never really were readers. They were not into reading. Pero descargaron la Biblia en audio. But they downloaded the Bible in audio ver in the audio version. Y empezaron a usarlo mientras trabajaban o conducían a sus casas. And they started using the um, the audible Bible while they were driving or while they were working. Y empezaron a, a, a Dios les empezó a dar una sabiduría impresionante. And the Lord started give, started giving them amazing wisdom. Nos queda claro que es la instrucción de Dios para recibir todo lo que él tiene. Are we clear on the instruction from God to receive everything he has for us? Ir a su presencia. Go up to his presence. Buscar su lugar secreto. Find the secret place with him. E ir por lo que necesitamos para cambiar lo que tenemos que cambiar. And go take what we need to actually bring down and change the things we need to change. Sigue diciendo el versículo. Vayan ahora a los montes, traigan madera y reconstruyan. The verse says, bring down timber and rebuild. ¿Qué significa reconstruir bíblicamente? What does it mean biblically uh, to say to rebuild? Esa palabra ahí significa construir, establecer, restaurar, causar que algo que se detuvo continúe, volver a poner las cosas en orden correcto, continuar edificando correctamente lo que se había detenido. And it means to rebuild, to, to build, to establish, to restore, to cause something to continue, to place things back in the right order, to continue to edify in the right way whatever had been stopped. No sé cuántos se, se identifican ahí. How many of you identify with that? Restaurar algo que estaba bien y se dañó. To maybe restore something that was working well, that was in the right place, and it just got broken. Algo que estaba en orden y se desordenó. Something that was organized and it got messy. Algo que iba avanzando y por alguna razón se detuvo. Something that was advancing and for some reason stopped advancing. Algo que era bueno y de pronto se volvió mediocre o malo. Something that was good and all of a sudden became mediocre or even bad. Sí, alguien se identifica con alguna situación y dice, eso that, es lo que yo necesito. Does anybody identify with any of this and say, look, that is what I need. Y reconstruir qué? Y sigue diciendo ahí que reconstruyan mi casa. And then it says, okay, to rebuild what? And it says in the verse, to rebuild my house. Mi casa. My house. ¿Qué quiere decir mi casa? What does that mean? What's that, what does house mean there? Mi templo, mi familia, el lugar donde quiero habitar, los asuntos de esa casa, allí donde puedo habitar y que puede contener mi presencia. It means my, and it means my temple, my family, a place to dwell, a, a place to live, the matters of the house, and what contains my presence, what his contains presence. his presence. O sea, él quiere que reconstruyamos el lugar donde él puede habitar. So he wants us to rebuild the place where he can dwell. ¿Dónde puede él habitar? Where can he dwell? Donde hay paz. Where there is peace. Donde hay santidad. Where there is holiness. That's it. That's it. Donde hay paz. Where there is peace. Y donde hay santidad. And where there is holiness. ¿Qué quiere decir eso? What does that mean? Donde uno está en paz en el corazón con los demás. Where you are in peace in your heart with others. De pronto los demás no están en paz contigo. Maybe others are not in peace with you. Pero tú tienes que estar en paz con los demás. But you must be in peace with them. Procura la paz con todos. Y so, la santidad, sin lo cual ninguno verá a Dios. Hebreos 12, 14. Seek peace with everyone and holiness, because without that you will not see God. Hebrews 1, 14. 12, 14. 
Ahí Dios puede habitar. That's where God can dwell. Y esos son los materiales de construcción que vamos a buscar. And those are the construction materials we're going to go up and grab. Esa es la materia, la, la, la madera que traemos de la montaña. That is the timber we're going to bring down from the hill. Y que requiere un esfuerzo nuestro de ir a su presencia. And that requires an effort from us to go into his presence. Para levantar su casa. To rise up and rebuild his house. Y el resultado cuál es? What is the uh, what is the outcome of that? Entonces, yo si me ayudas eh, con, con, el, con el verso de nuevo eh, Ageo 1.8 Entonces yo me complaceré and then it says, and then I will take pleasure En ella, en mi casa Y me sentiré honrado, dice el Señor O sea que nos quedan dos palabras por so, Investigar, complaceré so have, y honrado So we have two more words to, uh, to go into To take pleasure and to be honored Complaceré significa Saldar o pagar la deuda, aceptar favorablemente, hacer aceptable, reconciliar y estar satisfecho con. To take pleasure means to pay the debt or to pay the cost, to accept in a favorable manner, to make acceptable and to reconcile, to be satisfied with. Eso significa que, está, que Dios esté complacido. That is what it means for God to be, to take pleasure, to take pleasure in something or in us. Que cualquier cosa que debíamos ya no nos es cobrada. That anything that, that we owed is not being charged to us anymore. Oh, es que yo me merezco esto porque yo hice esto. No, ya no más. It's not, oh, you know, I deserve this because I did this. No, no more. Oh, es que como yo, a mí me hicieron, entonces yo voy a vivir así y estoy condenado a esto. No más. It's like, oh, well, this was done to me, so therefore I'm going to live this way. No, no more of that. Oh, yo, es que Dios no me acepta o no me ama porque es que yo no hice o. Oh, God does not love me or nor accept me because I didn't do this. O porque me porté mal. Or because I behaved wrong. O porque pequé. Or because I sinned. No, ya no más. No more. Porque si tú diste un paso intencional para ir a su presencia y traer acá lo que se necesita para acá me refiero a la tierra para traer lo que se necesita para construir su casa because if you gave that intentional step to go up into his presence and bring down what you need here on earth to do to rebuild his house those materials entonces él ya está complacido contigo therefore he is he takes pleasure in you he is pleased with you ya todo queda pagado en la cruz. Everything has been paid in the cross. Ni hay pecado en tu contra. There's no sin coming against you. No hay nada que pueda robarse tu herencia. There's nothing that can take and steal your inheritance. No hay nada que te separe de su presencia. There's nothing that can separate you from his presence. Porque ahí terminamos con esa última palabra, él se siente honrado. Because there, and we finish with that word, that's where he feels honored. Significa que él se siente glorificado y exaltado. Which means he feels glorified and exalted. Y donde él se siente glorificado, él glorifica. And where he feels glorified, he glorifies. Jesús le dijo al Padre en una oración. Jesus said to the Father in a prayer. Padre, yo ya te glorifiqué habiendo hecho todo lo que me mandaste hacer. Father, I already glorified you doing everything that you asked me to do. Ahora devuélveme tú la gloria que yo tenía. Now you give me the glory that I gave you, Lord. Esa es tu promesa. That is your promise. Cuando vienes a su presencia y dices, When, Padre, yo quiero hacer todo lo que a ti te agrada. When you go to his presence and you say, Lord, I want to do everything that pleases you. Y de pronto no tengo, siento que no puedo, pero 
Ayúdame a ser y agradarte. And maybe I feel that I can't, that I don't have what it takes, but Lord, you help me because I want to please you. Ayúdame a sacar de mi vida todo lo que no te agrada. Help me take out of my life everything that is not pleasing to you. La duda, el temor, el pecado, lo que sea. Doubt, fear, whatever it is. La falta de perdón, cualquier cosa. The lack of forgiveness, anything. Porque yo quiero complacerte. Because I want to please you. Cuando él se siente honrado. And when he feels honored. Entonces, su gloria. Then his glory, el peso de su gloria, the, dice literalmente la the weight of his glory, says the word, desciende sobre ti, descends over you, desciende sobre el lugar donde tú estás, descends over the place where you're at, y esa casa es and, llena de su gloria, and that house is filled with his glory, ese templo es lleno de su gloria, that temple is filled with his glory, y la gloria de ahora y la que viene va a ser mucho más grande que la que ha habido, and the glory that that we will see is much greater than the glory we've seen. Mucho más grande. Greater, much greater. Vamos, ponte de pie. Come on, mucho stand up más and say it, declare it. It's going to be greater glory than what we've known Recibe before. Receive that word for Saca you. De ti toda palabra de condenación hoy en el nombre de Jesús. Take out of you any word of condemnation within you in the name of Jesus. Todo lo que hice mal. Anything that I did wrong. Ya en su presencia no cuenta. In his presence does not count. Yo no sé si tú te estás sintiendo mal hoy por algo. Quiero decirte, yo en 15 años de consejería de parejas nunca he escuchado un testimonio de alguien que ha sido peor marido que yo. I, I gotta tell you something. In 15 years of, of marriage counseling, I've never heard anyone that has been a worse husband than I have been. Pero eso ya no cuenta. But that doesn't count anymore. La gloria, el peso de Dios en mi matrimonio ahora es mucho mayor de lo que yo fui un desastre padre con mis dos hijos mayores les hice mucho daño pero saben eso ya no cuenta But you know that doesn't count anymore. Because what God has done now con ellos, con with them, with us as a family is greater than anything we ever were. You know, I was told, I was diagnosed that I was going to die in two months. They didn't even know how I was alive. They, they would, the doctor said to me, I don't understand how you're standing right now. Tenía un 95% de posibilidad de infarto o de stroke. I had a 90 95% possibility of a heart attack or a stroke. Es imposible que usted esté caminando, no entendemos cómo. They would say to me, I, we don't understand how you're walking, it's impossible. Pero saben que mi salud ahora es mucho mejor de lo que fue hace años. But you know, my health now is much better than what it was years ago. Ah, entonces todo está perfecto en tu vida. Oh, is everything perfect in your life, you may say. No, hay cosas que sé que aún tengo que mejorar. No, I know there's many things still that I have to be better at. Hay muchas cosas que sé que pueden ser mejor. There's many things I know that can be better. Hay cosas en las que yo sé que Dios todavía quiere glorificarse mucho más. There are things where I know God still wants to glorify himself even more in my life. Y sabes, en estos últimos meses se me habían olvidado. And you know, in these past months, I have forgotten about those things. Me había acomodado y creía que no puede haber una mejor versión de mí. You know, I had gotten comfortable and I thought there couldn't be a better version of me. Pero siempre habrá algo mejor. But there will always be better. Y la instrucción es simple. And the instruction is very simple. Vaya. Go up. Vayan a la montaña. Go up to the hills. Traigan madera. 
Reconstruyan mi templo. Mi presencia siempre estará con ustedes. No temerán porque yo soy su Dios. Yo voy a estar con ustedes. Me voy a glorificar en sus vidas. Y no importa lo que haya sido. Todo va a ser mucho mejor. La gloria postrera de esta casa. Será mucho mejor. Será mucho más grande. De lo que alguna vez experimentaste. Ha dicho el Señor. Oramos para que esta enseñanza llegue muy profundo en tu corazón y produzca fruto, fruto que permanezca, fruto abundante. Te invitamos a seguirnos en nuestras redes sociales, en Instagram y en Facebook, Nuevo Amanecer TO, en nuestro canal de YouTube, Nuevo Amanecer Toronto, y también en nuestra página web, nuevoamanecer.ca. Bendiciones para todos.